All right, so let, let's go over this. We're going to do a lot outside tonight, actually, just to try to get this clear. Because there's been a lot of confusion, and I want to try to explain things a little better, a little differently, even, even if I explain it the same way, hearing it again, maybe it will help. So on Lamed Hamad Aleph, <laughs> the Gemara wants to know why is, right, the Mishnah says that Ethrog from an Arla tree is no good, it's possible. Right? So Arla, again, we know, of course, that the first three years from when you plant a tree, in the first three years you're not allowed to eat the produce, it's called Arla. <laughs> so the Mishnah says it's possible. So the Gemara brings two possibilities as to why it's possible. Um, the Gemara first says one, one possibility is, and we don't know who said what, Rechibar Oven and Rabasi. One person said the problem is there's no heterachila. You're not allowed to eat it. Since you're not allowed to eat it, it's not considered yours. We know the pasuk says It has to you have to take yours. It has to belong to you. And something that does that you're not allowed to eat means it's not fully yours. In order for something to be fully yours, means that you're entitled to use it and benefit from it any way you feel like. And if you're not allowed to eat this asrog, then it's not really yours, and therefore it's lacking in uh, in the lachem. It's lacking in the lachem. That's one sheet. The other opinion was that the issue is that in order to be lachem, again, still operating with what's considered lachem, what's considered yours. So the problem with Arla is that there's no din mamun in the following the sheet of Reb Meir when it comes to. Sorry, um, I forget Remeir for a minute. Um, follow, that there's no din moment, it's not worth anything, there's no value to you. If there's no value because it's Asurbanda, Arla's Asurbanda, you can have absolutely zero benefit from it. If you can have absolutely zero benefit from it, it's worth absolutely zero to you. And if it's not worth anything to you, then it's not considered yours. Which again, we said, if you want to be mine, it may be a little bit of a jump to say that just because it's not worth anything, it's not yours, right? Why can't I own something that has zero value? So, okay, we'll leave that on the side. We'll take that as a given. Something that has no value is not considered mine. Um, so that's the other opinion. So the Gemara originally thought that each one was only looking at their one hurdle. You have to get over either the hurdle of being allowed to eat it or the hurdle of having a value of a shavapruta. And once you get over either one of those hurdles, again, according to one sheet that's one, the other sheet that's the other, you're good to go and it's kosher. The Gemara had a problem with that, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure, please. Uh, so this, we should learn Shlemi's wife, Ruch, again, say it again, sorry. After this year, please, I want to write it down on the list. Forward it to me, yeah, fine. Shlemi's wife, yeah, she's having a rough time with Corona. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I just know. I don't want to make anybody. I don't know. Um, okay, so um, again, so those are two hurdles. So one sheet of says you have to get over one hurdle of of heterachila. You have to be able to eat it. Once you get over that hurdle, you're good to go. The other sheet of says you have to, you have to get over the hurdle of din mamun. Has to be worth the shavapruta. Once you get over that hurdle, you're good to go. So according, the first understanding of the gemara is each sheet holds one hurdle. And exclusive of the other one. Done. The Gemara says we have a problem with that because our Mishnah says our Mishnah brings a case of truma tamea, truma tamea. So let's take truma tamea slowly. Truma is something that only a coin can eat. Okay, so Yisrael cannot eat truma. Only a coin can eat truma. However, this is truma that is tamea. It's tame. A coin cannot eat something that's tame. So therefore, this has no heterachila. So since this has no heterachila. Um, the Mish- well, the Mishnah says it's possible. Unequivocally, the Mishnah says possible. 
So if you say this shita that says that heterachila will disqualify it, there's no heterachila, so very good, the Mishnah is very nice. But the other shita said, din mamun. The, the, and, but the problem is that there is no problem of din mamun by, by, by truma temeya, because truma temeya, there is a din mamun. Truma temeya, there is a heter, it's muterbana. It can be used as fuel, to, as firewood. Um, so therefore, it does jump, it, it crosses that hurdle. It gets over the hurdle of din mamun. So according to the shita who says all you needed is din mamun, why does the Mishnah say truma temeya is possible? So there's some Yiddish word, but I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not, I don't know the Yiddish well enough. So it must be from the, the see from the, that there's something wrong with our initial understanding. So therefore, our, the, the Gemara says Ella that everybody, both shitas hold. You need to get over the hurdle of hetar achila. Everybody holds. You have to get over the hetar achila hurdle. Question is, is that all you need, or is there a second hurdle? So one shita says there's one hurdle, hetar achila, then you're done, you're good to go. Other shita says, yeah, hetar achila is the first hurdle, but there's another hurdle called din mamun you have to get over also. And that's the hurdle you're going to get. St- uh, um, and therefore, since hetar achila applies, everybody holds of hetar achila being a problem, that's why truma temeya is unequivocally possible because you didn't get the hetar achila taken care of. So now at this point, so the Gemara says, so, so again, let's just understand. So the Machlokah says, to why is, why is Arla no good? Because one Shita says, because there's no Heter Achila, and once there's no Heter Achila, you're done. Um, the other Shita says, because it doesn't have, not only does it not have Heter Achila, um, it also doesn't have, well, whatever. Or Arla is no good because it doesn't have Heter Achila, it's enough already to knock it out. But the other Shita says that you would need both. You would need Heter Achila alone would not be good enough. You would also need to have Din Mamun. To which the Gemara said, what would be that case of something that there's no heter achila, that there is a heter achila, but there's no din mamun, right? Because again, one sheet that said all you need is heter achila, then you're good to go. The other sheet that says din mamun is only halfway there, you still have to get din mamun also. So what would be an example of something that has heter achila, but no din mamun, which one sheet would say is good, and one sheet would say is no good, where it said that would be Maithir Shein Yerushalayim. Arla has... Arla has... It doesn't matter, because Arla does not have Achila. Right, Hetar Achila, you didn't get the first one, so you're done. Right, so that's why Arla, the Mishnah says, unequivocally is possible, done. So the question is, would you need, even if you got Hetar Achila alone, would that be good enough? One sheet that says that's good enough, that's all you need. The other sheet that says that's only halfway there because you also need to have din mama. So then, so what would be an example of something? Right, what would be, right, what would be the nafkamina, something that, that takes care of heter achila? So therefore, one sheet would say you're done, you're good to go. Whereas the other sheet that says, one second, I also need din mamun. What would be that thing that doesn't have din mamun that does have heter achila? according to Rabbi because my Sheni in Rishalayim, you're allowed to eat. That's what we do with my Sheni. You bring it to Rishalayim and you eat it. So there is a Heter Achila. The question is, is there a Din Mamun? So that's Machlokas, Reb Meir, and Rabbanan. Rabbanan say, yes, it's your money. You can be a Mekadish and Isha with it. It's yours. So you have Heter Achila. You have Din Mamun. So my Sheni in Rishalayim, according to Rabbanan, A-OK. However, a mayor says not so fast. Your mayor says nicer shady is not your mama. You cannot be in the condition Isha with it. It's not yours. It's mama and gavo. It belongs to God. Therefore, you, why you, you just happens to be your lot to eat. You're allowed to eat. Exactly. Yeah, carbonus people eat. You can eat, you can eat a carbon also. Certain, some carbonus people can eat, right? It, 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 it's, it's, right. I mean, whatever you can and can't do with it, but, but um, it's good too. 
whether you could tell him or not, that, that, leave that aside. Don't, don't confuse. I, I don't know. What's the deciding factor between this something? Din, how do we know something is or not? How do we know, or what's you the all the dinam of Hana? Is that the all the? Um, I don't really know. Something that's totally also by Hana. There's for sure no din mamun. That we said that like Arla has no din mamun. Rashi lefisha in la din mamun she'en shabakruta. Right. Something that's also by Hana, Rashi tells us. So it has to be worth a shabakruta. In order for it to have a different moment, it has to be worth a shabakruta. Right. And and in order and, and something that's also by Hana, since you have you can have zero benefit from it, what is it worth to you? Zero. Right. Well, how much would you pay for something you can't benefit from? Zero. Well, you, you are benefiting from ice shame in that you're eating it for supper. So you're, true. You're benefiting from it. That's true, but it's not a din moment. It's not my money. I can't this, I can't be my condition woman with it. I'm very limited in what I can do with it. So that again, according to our mayor, I'm very limited that I cannot be Mikhandish and Isha with it, and maybe we'll see other things also, yeah, whatever. Social but, dealings, you can't grant them with it. Right, you can eat it. So even that's though it. you can have enough from something, does not mean that you have a denominator. That's, that's what I'm going to Yeah, however you want to you know, explain it. Remeyer holds that my Shane, even though you're allowed to eat it, that's what you could do with it. You can't do anything else. Again, maybe there are other things, I mean, but that's very limited in what you can do with it, and therefore, I'm not there for it. It's not your mom. It does not belong to you. You're allowed. You have. You're allowed to eat it, but it doesn't make it yours, and it doesn't give you a right to be mekadeshin in Isha with it. It's mom and kavod, belongs to Hashem. So therefore, there's and and therefore it's not a din mama. I would say it's yeah. not yours. It's mom and kavod. Therefore, it's not yours. Happens to be Hashem lets you eat it. Lets you eat it. Well, right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, right. Exactly. Right. That's a good way of explaining it. It's not yours. It belongs to Hashem. Hashem said you're allowed to eat it. Right. Right, it's a good way to look at it. Sometimes, sometimes, yeah. Good way to explain it. Very good. Whereas the Rabbanon say it's yours anyway. The Rabbanon say it's mamon hedio. It is yours. Um, therefore, it could be mekandish. You, you, yes, you can be mekandish and isha with it. Um, so there, so according to Rabbanon, there is a din mamon. It is lochem. There's hetar achila. There's din mamon. You're good. Whereas Reb Meir says, yeah, there's hetar achila, but there's no din mamon. So in the fear of Meir, you would not be able to um, to use meiser sheni um, esrog. According to, according to that opinion, which we're going to plug in and say that's Rabbi So that's what the Gemara does now. The Gemara says this opinion is going to be Rabbi So let's actually pick up over there, um, which is a Testaim. So it's probably about 10 lines up in the narrow lines. The last, let's say, 10, I don't know, it's about 10 lines in, in the Gemara. The last 10 narrow lines, the first one on the line is Mamun. First one on the line is Mamun Gavoa. Who? Okay. So then the fourth one on the line is Tistaim. So we can prove Tistaim, let's prove the Rab Asi. The Rab Asi is the one, the Omar, he's the one who says, Lafisha Ainba Din Mamun. He's the, the opinion who says that we require a Din Mamun that, that not only is Hatar Achila, um, that Hatar Achila is only one of the hurdles, but you have to get over another hurdle of, of Din Mamun. How do, you know, how do I know that it's Rab Asi? Because the Omar Rab Asi, because Rab Asi says, that Esrog shall Meiser Shani and Esrog of Meiser Shani Ladiver Rab Meir according to Rab Meir that we just said Rab Meir holds that it's Mamun Gavoa Ein Adam Yotze Yibo Yedei Chovaso Beyond if a person is not Yotze his Chiv of Esrog 
with an Esrog of Maeser Shani. Because according to our mayor, that Esrog of Maeser Shani is Mamon Gavoa, not mine. And if it's not mine, um, I cannot be Yotze because there's no Din Mamon. According to Rab Asi, is the one saying this, right? Rab Asi, Rab Asi says that according to Rab Meir, you will not be allowed to use an Esrog of Maeser Shani. And Ladibre Chachamim, Rabbi continues, but according to the Chachamim, the Chachamim who say, it is my, it's Mammon Heliot, it does belong to me, Adam Yotzei, a person could be Yotzei, his Chi of Esrog. So you see that he's, he's, the Rabbi Asi is saying that according to the Chachamim, who say, it is Mammon Heliot, it does belong to you, you could be Yotzei. So you see, to Stayim, you can prove from here that Rabbi Asi is the one who says you need Din Mammon in addition to, to uh, Heter Achila. Yochiyabar Avin says Heter Achila is all you need. Rabbi Asi says Heter Achila is the first half of what you need, but you also need Din Mammon. Okay? Now, the Gemara continued. Gufa, we're going to sort of analyze these last couple lines where Rabbi Asi just started speaking. Gufa, Rabbi Asi says, Esrog Shalmai Sersheni. Who we just said, an Esrog Shalmai Sersheni, Ledivir Rabbi Meir, Ein Adam Yotzeibo Yedei Chavaso Biyamtif. A person cannot be Yotzei Hizchiv on Yotif with an Esrog Shalmai Sersheni again, because Rabbi Meir holds that an Esrog Shalmai Sersheni belongs to Hashem, and in order to be Yotzei, it has to belong to you. So since it does not belong to you, you cannot be Yotzei, according to a mayor. Whereas you could be Yotzei, because according to the Chachamim, it does belong to you. It's Mammon Hediot, it belongs to you, and if it belongs to you, it's Lachem, and you can use it for the mitzvah. Continuing, Ravasi also says, Matzah, following the same, the same reasoning, the same logic, Matzah, if you have Matzah, right? we're moving on from Ezra, now we went to the next mitzvah, the next yantif, you have Matzah on Pesach. Matzah that's made of Matzah, Again, the mayor still holds, right? The mayor always holds. Maeser Sheni belongs to Hashem. So if the, if the Maeser Sheni belongs to Hashem, Reb Meir will say, Ein Adam You would not be Yotze um, on Pesach with it because Maeser Sheni belongs to Hashem and the Matzah is supposed to belong to you, which we're going to see in the next few lines if we get to it tonight or not. We, the Matzah has to belong to you and the same issue of Lachem by Matzah. Um, where it comes from, we'll see, maybe tonight, maybe tomorrow, but that's the same, the same logic, that matzah has to belong to you, and the mayor says the Maeser Shani does not belong to you, it's not the mama, therefore it's not yours, therefore it cannot be Yotze. Whereas the Chacham, according to the Chachamim, Adam Pesach, a person could be Yotze Yitzchiv on Pesach with matzah Maeser Shani, because again, the Chachamim hold, Maeser Shani belongs to you, it's Mammon Hedyot, it belongs to you. Therefore, it is Lachem. If it is Lachem, then yes, you can be Yotze with that kind of a matzah on Pesach. And now a third um, example, or a third ramification, so to speak, of the Machlokas Ramer and Rabbanon is Esau shall Maeser Shani. When you have dough made of Maeser Shani uh, grain, Ledivrei Reb Meir, according to Reb Meir, again, Peturam and Achal, it's Potter from Chala. Again, because the mitzvah, I feel like I'm screaming, the whole shul can hear me. Uh, it's too quiet in here. Petura from Chala, that if you have my, um, when again, let's assume the mitzvah of Chala, again, we'll see this in the Gemara, the mitzvah of Chala also has to be Lachem, in order to take Chala from dough, the dough has to belong to you. And if it's my Shani dough, according to Rabbi Meir, it belongs to Hashem. It does not belong to me. So therefore, it's Petura min if it's my Shani. Whereas the Dimech Chacham, according to the Chachamim, who say it does belong to me, the Chachamim say it's Mamun Hediot, so then Chayim is Mechala, and it's Chayim and Chala. Okay, so the Gemara just brings three, um, three ramifications, really, where, where a mayor and the Chachamim, Machlokas, whether, whether 
Maestro's Cheney belongs to Mammon Gavol, belongs to Hashem, versus belongs to Mammon Henry, belongs to a person that will play out in Mat. It'll play out in Esrog, it'll play out in Mat, it'll play out in Chala. The same exact thing. The mayor will say it does not belong to you, therefore there's no mitzvah. And Rabbanon will say it does belong to you, therefore there is a mitzvah. So again, it's all operating off that they all have the same lachem requirement to it. Yeah. Yeah. A silly question, but is the Gemara going to say if if Lavasi holds this, why does he need to repeat himself three times? Will the Gemara say, you know, you might have thought this from Ashmo and he had to say it? <laughs> Not really. Because um, if we have the Shita, you have to plug it in. We can plug it in. Right, right. Um, I hear. The Gemara is going to kind of go a little bit like that, but not so much. It's like tricha. Why do I need this? Why do I need yeah. that? We're not really going to go with the tricha. Um, I'm not sure, but it's not. <coughs> me. It's not a Mishnah or a Brayta speaking. It's, me. So it could be. It's like we're, we're less, you know, less medieval in it. Uh, maybe. I'm not sure. That's you know, my first thought, but I don't know. So the one's going to ask on this. Maskev lo Rav Papa. Rav Papa asked on this statement of Rav Asi, where Rav Asi just listed these three things, where the Machlokas Rav Meir and the Rabbonin will play out. Maskev lo Rav Papa. Bishlama Isai. Understand the dough when you're making, when you're to be mafresh chala or not. Ksiv reishis harisa sechem. The Pasuk says that when you take chala, it has to be reishis harisa sechem, from the first of your um, kneading, when you knead the dough. Arisa um, Seichem. So there's the lashon of Lachem. It says your dough. So that's why I understand there's a chiv that has to be yours, and therefore, if, if according to Rameir, who says it does not belong to you, but it belongs to Gavoah, it belongs to Hashem, that's why Rameir would say there's no mitzvah of chal over here. Because the Pasuk says, Seichem has to be yours. Esrog Nami. Esrog also I understand. Ksiv Lachem. Misha Lachem, right? We know the Pasuk Lachem Lachem Biyamarishon. So we know that Esrog has to be yours. So good. It's all good. So that's two out of the three, right? He brought three examples. He said Esrog, he said Matzah, and he said Hafresh uh, Chala. So we just said Hafresh Chala, I understand, because it says Rachel Hariso Seichem, yours. Esrog we know because it says Lachem Lachem. Question is, what about the one in the middle? Ela Matzah. When it comes to Matzah, Miksiv Matzaschem. Does the Pasuk ever say that you should eat your matzah? Nowhere does the Torah say that when you eat the matzah on Pesach, it has to be matzah schem, it has to belong to you. So why are we assuming, right? We plugged everything, lachem, lachem, lachem. It doesn't say lachem by matzah. That's, that's uh, Papa's question. How did matzah come into this? It doesn't say lachem by matzah. It doesn't say matzah schem. It doesn't say your matzah. Something where answers, Omar Abba Bar Shmuel, V'yitemar Rav Yemar Bar so Rabbi Bar Shmuel says, or maybe some say it was Rabbi Yemar Bar Shalmei, who says, Asya lechem lechem. We have a gzera shava from the word lechem, two times the Torah says lechem. Siv hachot says over here by the matzah lechem oni, the, the matzah is called lechem oni, right? We know it's called lechem oni. So you have the lashon of lechem. Uksiv hachot, when it says over there, by hafresh hachala, turn it on the base, it says, when you will eat from the lechem ha'aret. And that's the Pasuk by Efrash HaTzchala. So there you have the word lechem, both by Efrash HaTzchala and lechem by matzah. So that's because there is Shava as follows. Just like over there, meaning by Efrash HaTzchala. 
Mishalachem, the Pasuk says, Rishon Tavrisov Seichem has to be yours. Mishalachem, it's got to belong to you. Vilo Mishal Meiser, cannot belong to Meiser. Afkan Mishalachem. So here also, by Matzah, it has to belong to you, Vilo Mishal Meiser, and not belong to Meiser, because then it's missing in Lachem if, it, if, it's, if it's not yours. Um, so let's take a, let's understand this again. We had, Rav Asi brought three examples of things that have to be lachem. He said esrog, he said matzah, and he said hafresh aschala. Esrog, we know, says lakachtem lachem. By hafresh aschala, the reish is harisa say chem. Good. But chala does not say anywhere, sorry, not um, chala does say reish is harisa say chem. By matzah, it does not say matzah aschem. It doesn't say it's got to belong to you. So how do you know matzah has to belong to you? From a gezerah shava, because it says lechem, lechem, it says lechem by matzah, and it says lechem by hafresh chala. So the gezerah shava, just like chala has to belong to you, similarly, the matzah has to belong to you. And we will stop here.